Space Gab. This is Mike Coletta. It's the 16th of September, 2021. Space Gab can be heard at www.spacegabpodcast.com. Also on Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and others. Well, the big news, if you follow space, Inspiration 4 launch was yesterday. Yesterday afternoon, and uh, they actually did have live broadcasts going on for a few hours before that to get the hype going. And, man, was it going. I think you had a lot of people watching the launch yesterday and following the progress. Uh, everything looked good. They went through and they you were able to follow SpaceX. I followed the SpaceX uh, live feed. There were others also. There were many others. You know, your typical, um, what I sometimes people will call uh Fanboys, SpaceX fanboys, but not really fanboys. They're just, they're enthusiastic, enthusiastic, um, you know, in, people that in, are interested in space. That's all they are. But a lot of people call them fanboys. <laughs> Whatever you call them, it was interesting. They had a lot of feeds going on. Uh, the, the, the normal, uh, high, uh, volume feeds were probably the most popular with documentaries going on and, um, I did notice I flipped through after the after the uh, launch was finished. I like I said I watched the SpaceX live feed of the launch, and uh, then I went back to the YouTube channels of those. And I'm not going to mention any names because they promote themselves, you know, way uh, more than I need to talk about it. But um, I went back to some of those feeds on YouTube of some of those people that really are enthusiasts, space enthusiasts, a big time that. Uh, put a lot of money into it, a lot of time into it. And uh, some of those uh, feeds surprised me because there wasn't a lot of commentary going on. On some of the feeds, I thought there would be more commentary going on. And uh, some of the ones I figured there would be commentary going on, uh, there was. And, and a lot of excitement. And I did see a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon for this Inspiration4 mission launch to start uh, trying to get people to watch their feed. But all you really had to watch is the SpaceX feed, and that's what I did. But anyway, um, it was really nice. It, they showed a, a beautiful liftoff, and um, it showed prior to liftoff the crew, the four uh, civilian astronauts, as people are calling them, uh, walking you know, f- from the building to the cars to another building, up the ramp and up the elevator and into the craft and the spacecraft, the SpaceX Dragon, the Crew Dragon, and uh, it showed them preparing and and the comm checks they were done. So they followed all that and the seat rotation and everything happened and and then there was liftoff and uh, there was a lot of anticipation. Uh, my my family and I, my one of my sisters, my mother, my wife, and myself, we did watch the launch and I uh, videotaped that and I have it on my Twitter feed. And like I, like I said, all these stories I'm going to be talking about pretty much are on my Twitter feed. It's twitter.com slash Mike underscore Coletta. Or right now I've got the link of the, the website, uh, www.superfollow, 
dot net, and you can get to my Twitter feed that way. Either way, but anyway, I uh, I did put a video of me and my family watching the launch uh, as it occurred and happened, but it's pretty kind of cool. I think a lot of families probably watched the launch also. It was nice. Uh, but a lot of people, I'm sure they had a lot of views. And St. Jude's, there was a lot of donations going on on many of the feeds for St. Jude's, which uh, this Inspiration for mission uh, is is big into. It's uh, it's not all that they're about, but it's a big part of what they're about, with the St. Jude's and uh, helping those taken care of by St. Jude's. And uh, I'm not going to talk about the crew. You've probably heard, heard about the crew, seen a bunch about the crew beforehand, and and you can follow the crew information real pretty easy all over the web. But the, uh, they did have, uh, and we finished watching that next Netflix documentary they had on Inspiration4 that was really well done. And it appears that Netflix will be probably doing additional. Because you know what? SpaceX, they're really not sharing. NASA and SpaceX really aren't sharing much of what's going on right now with the Inspiration4 mission. And people are wondering, hey, how inspiring can this be when we're not hearing anything? Once they got in orbit, pretty much things stopped. We're not getting much, many updates. What's going on here? People are wondering, hey, what's going on? It's not like a normal SpaceX mission where they follow it or a, a NASA mission where they follow it from, from you know, beginning to almost end. And uh, this, there's, they say, is more like a, a private type um, mission is what they're saying. Uh, and, and, and that can be, be expected. I guess when a billionaire, uh, pays for the seats, uh, there's always something going on in the background. Always something going on. And, uh, this is from Eric Berger. He's at Psy Guy Space on Twitter. He said, I've had several questions about why there is no photos of Inspiration 4 after orbit. It's a private mission. And their choice. Families are in regular contact and all is well. There will be some events. The video will eventually show up on Netflix. But this is not NASA, folks. So that was Eric Berger's tweet. And then a bunch of replies uh, after that. And uh, people, some people were uh, positive and some were negative and asking, hey, what's going on? <laughs> like I said... But hey, it's a private mission, as he said, and, uh, they're going to do what, what they're gonna do. It's not, you know, the thing is, is when you've got a lot of money behind something, you've got other sponsors probably behind that, or people who have negotiated terms and probably like Netflix, and they want to continue this documentary series, uh, with the Inspiration 4 crew. So, um, you know, there's not much going on, and after, they shared all the the photos and videos of the the launch. Uh, that was pretty much it. So not much into orbit. Now I think SpaceX did share a view of the cupola, the cupola, uh, a view from the cupola, what it looks like. And I'm not sure if that was actually. I think it was live. They must have a camera there uh, outside the Dragon, the Crew Dragon. I'm guessing, because it looked like it was shooting it from outside the uh, spacecraft. And I think when someone sticks their head there in the cupola, you'll be able to see them on camera, viewing from outside the aircraft, looking at them uh, as as you're, they're appearing, appearing uh, from inside the aircraft is what I'm going to get. So, um, but hey, SpaceX this morning uh, actually came up with about an hour ago uh, an update 
on what's going on. So it's, it's, as far as no videos or photos being shared, SpaceX did give the following, they tweeted out the following. It says, the Inspiration4 crew is healthy, happy, and resting comfortably. Before the crew went to bed, they traveled 5.5 times around Earth, completing their first round of scientific research and enjoyed a couple of meals. And then they uh, continue. It says, after the crew wakes up today, they will conduct additional research and get their first look out of Dragon's Cupola. So I'm sure we'll be uh, hearing more about that. So it says, Dragon continues, in their update, it says, Dragon continues to remain in its intended target orbit. So this is their target orbit. With altitudes as high as 590 kilometers above the Earth's surface. And then it says you can follow Dragon's flight here. And it shows their website as spacex.com slash launches. Well, that's the updates they give you. Well, let me add a little bit to those updates, not from SpaceX, but from me. A lot of people, you know, that I've done uh, viewing of the ISS as it orbits over the area where I'm at, as it's orbiting the Earth, and other satellites, like the space plane, ISS, and other uh, satellites of interest. And there's a lot of websites that will allow you to file, uh, follow, and uh, track different objects in the sky. Well, eventually I figured Inspiration4, the, the Crew Dragon, would be added to that list. So, I created a little website. And that website is inspiration4.space. Inspiration4.space. And if you go to that website, I have provided links to some of those websites that allow you to track orbiting objects. And there's a few additional pieces of information on that website. But rather than having to go, you know, to the individual websites, I've created links. And I had to wait. I had to wait till the TLA, TLE, to, <laughs> easy for me to say, the TLEs were set. And a lot of the uh, the great minds on Twitter who uh, figured this stuff out, I was watching them and asking them, hey, is there a good chance that SpaceX uh, Dragon will be reflective enough to appear to some places here on Earth? And uh, I was told, yes, but we don't know where yet. Then finally, a, a little while after that, about uh, 3 o'clock this morning, I got up and I just kind of like checked to see what was going on. And sure enough, it was already added to some of those tracking websites, uh, the TLEs. And uh, so they're probably refining it now. But I so I was able to tweak my little website, uh, inspiration4.space, to add those uh, preferred links so it goes right to the tracking of the Inspiration4 Space Crew Dragon spacecraft. And you can go there. So go check out that website if you want to see when it's going to be coming over your area uh, within these three days that they're going to be in uh, this orbital period. They're going to be uh, orbiting the Earth for three days. And I know that this evening and tomorrow evening, it's supposed to be coming over where I'm at here. And I'm currently in uh, Northern California right now. Going to be going back to Colorado uh, pretty much next week uh, 
to, you know, to go back. That's, I'm a resident of Colorado. I was just doing caretaking for my mother here. And, uh, she's all well and we're, uh, able to function on her own with some, uh, people coming in. And, uh, we're going back to Colorado. We've been here eight months. And time to go back. Uh, and then check in as I will. But, um, so, uh, so probably the next Space Gap podcast will have to be after I get back to Colorado. And it might not be next week. We'll see. We'll see. But it'll be sometimes, but it'll probably be coming from Colorado rather than coming from California as I am now. But, um, so, you know, when you go to that, uh, inspiration4.space and you go, you click on one of those links to one of those websites that will help you track that spacecraft, make sure you put in your location. Make sure, because sometimes it defaults to another location and you're going to look and say, oh, it's coming over tonight at 8 o'clock uh, p.m. And it's not there, okay, because it was, the, the website was set up for some other location. <laughs> so make sure your location is where you're at and change those settings on that website to tell it, here's where I'm at, show me the time and uh, when it's going to be coming over me so I can check it out while it's orbiting. And uh, this morning, actually, uh, not too f- long after launch, someone actually did get a nice photograph of the ISS going over. And guess what? Guess what was pretty much almost in the same path, but a much higher uh, altitude. You got it. Inspiration 4. And they've got a photograph of both of those objects uh, going through the sky. And you can see that at my Twitter feed, uh, twitter.com slash Mike underscore Coletta. So go check it out as you can check out all the stories on that Twitter feed. So it's, uh, so they're up there. They're going around. And my next, uh, task is to see if I can see them tonight. And if I do see them tonight, I will We'll sure be sharing that on my Twitter feed uh, with maybe a little video and some photos. I don't have any of those fancy cameras right now. Everything's packed away. So all I've got is my little phone camera. And that's it. But, hey, if I get to see it, that's pretty good enough for me. I'll just get to uh, watch all those and, and take a look at all those people who do have nice cameras that are also taking photographs of those objects. But, hey, fun times. Inspiration 4 in orbit. Remove that space junk. Space Force backs development of commercial orbital debris removal systems. Says Space Force backed development of commercial orbital debris removal systems. A Space Force general endorsed the development of commercial systems for removing space debris, saying they can address congestion in Earth orbit. Spacenews.com has a nice article about that but you know there, there's so much out there and and on previous podcasts all the way back uh and to 2013 when I started this podcast I've been talking about space junk and that was 2013 now we're in 2021 and there's a lot more space junk as we know and uh a lot of well I mean those the Starlink satellites alone uh, they're functional right now, and they're supposed to be set so they can come out of Earth's orbit pretty quick. But they've got to be called space junk as, as everything else up there is space junk, even functional or not. There's just a lot of stuff up there. So now the Space Force is going to be looking into commercial development to, uh, hey, we need this stuff removed, and uh, 
what can you do for us? So they'll, I'm sure they'll be asking for proposals uh, pretty soon. So uh, if you want to go check that article out, it's on my Twitter feed. Well, the Shinzu 12 astronauts from China, they are leaving the space station, and um, they'll be coming back to Earth, I think they said maybe tomorrow, which is Friday. So they're on their way. They've completed their mission for, for now at the space station there. But there's a, there's a, uh, China has a cargo mission rocket all set and they're preparing that to be launched to their space station here in the not too distant future. So the astronauts are leaving and a cargo mission is going to be going, you know, an unmanned cargo mission will be going up there to the space station to, uh, to dock. And, uh, you know, the Chinese, you know, so far have provided uh, some really good information and 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 good data and and they shared quite a few nice pictures and some different things uh there there's uh, spacewalks they shared video as that was going on and all that so uh mission complete for the Shinzu 12 astronauts uh we'll just have to wait and see who the next astronauts are for for China to uh, go up to their space station and uh we'll be following that well on the 13th 2 days ago there was a nighttime launch from Vandenberg Space Force Base of a SpaceX Falcon 9 carrying Starlink internet satellites. And I know, you know, I'm, I'm in Northern California right now, kind of uh, pretty far north of Vandenberg, but I was looking at the uh, charts of possible uh, viewing areas for launches from Vandenberg and I saw that during certain launches, uh, you could actually see the launch from the Sacramento area where I'm at right now. So I was, you know, hoping that maybe while this SpaceX Falcon 9 launched, we'd be able to see some phase of it. So I waited for the launch and I kind of went outside and looked and looked and looked. And I go, hmm, well, they were going, what, I think to a polar orbit. So when I came back in, I looked, I go, oh, it's going south. So it was way too south. Uh, I wouldn't be able to see it, but I tried. But I guess it was all successful. They did uh, uh, get those Starlink satellites in orbit, deployed properly. But uh, I did get to watch the launch, you know, on their live stream. But I just didn't get to see any of the rocket uh, from the ground here. But it was still kind of cool. It was it was exciting. I was thinking, man, maybe I've never seen a launch here from California. Uh, when I when I supported the DOD and uh, this well this it was Space Command then now it's Space Force but when I was working with them uh, I did see launches from Florida but never got to see one from California uh, I thought I go well maybe maybe I'll see one from California now but oh, no such luck it appears the United Arab Emirates is going to be putting together a lunar rover. It says here they are designing the Rashid rover, a 10-kilogram robotic explorer that will be launched from Earth late next year with the aim of landing on the lunar surface. It says the final prototype of the rover is complete and undergoing final testing. Once finished, engineers will begin assembling the final version and ship it to iSpace, a Japanese commercial space company that will carry the rover on its Hakutu R lander. 
the mission will take off on a Falcon 9 rocket from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Oh, interesting. Well, a little bit more update on that Firefly Aerospace uh, rocket that had its problems. It says here on, this is the 12th of September, it says Firefly Aerospace says the premature shutdown of one of its Alpha rockets, four main engines, apparently triggered by an electronic issue, caused the launcher to lose control as it reached supersonic speed during a test flight over California on September 2nd. So an electrical issue uh, was the culprit after all. Now, I think they did speculate and did put something out prior to this release here, but this one, I guess, is more, more of a final release saying, hey, this is what happened to our rocket as uh, we watched it go up and, and uh, then start tumbling and then it was uh, destructed, self, didn't do a self-destruct, it was actually, as I said last week, they fed the destruct command to the rocket, uh, exploding it. So there you go. So Firefly Aerospace provides us this update on their Alpha rocket. An update from the Mars Perseverance rover about their rock samples is my first two rock samples are likely volcanic with hints of salts that may hold bubbles of ancient water. They're pieces of a bigger puzzle to learn. And it says how this area was formed, its history of water, if past life ever existed here. Mm. So looking forward to seeing those samples return to Earth. It, and I'm guessing it's going to be quite a long wait, I would imagine, uh, to put, put another mission up there. But there'll be... Perseverance will be drilling more holes and, and gathering more samples. Uh, quite a few samples, I'm guessing, based on the time it'll be up there functioning. And uh, they want to get as many samples as they can, I would imagine, of different kinds of, of uh, you know, surface structure, things like this, to bring back to Earth uh, when they do bring it back on a future mission. It'll be pretty exciting to have uh, samples returned here from Mars, uh, which will be a first. That's really exciting space stuff. Well, a couple of spacewalks occurred since the last podcast. All successful, and those spacewalks were broadcast live as normal. And uh, some high-definition cameras once again. Some really cool photos and video, if you got to see any of it. Really nice. Uh, I'm just kind of looking at one of them now as I'm talking, and just amazing. The the kind of cameras they're using now on those uh, Russian spacesuits. I was there was two Russian uh, astronauts, cosmonauts that that did the spacewalks uh, both times, uh, and they finished up, I guess, what they were planning on doing. But it was really cool to watch th- these videos this time, and we each we got to see um, a nice cable reel flung <laughs> away from the space station too. And that one was making its viral uh, viral videos on the web here. Uh, people watching that uh, float away. And, and I'm sure there was uh, reports of UFOs and everything else from people who looked at the broadcast later on, didn't know what that thing was. But it was a cable, a spent cable reel, I guess. It wasn't a UFO. It was identified. So, But, yeah, it was cool, cool to watch and, and uh, those 
spacewalks. Okay, that's it. Until next time. Space Cowboys is